what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focusing on home technology, helping provide you and our fellow brothers and sisters in tech with some assistance and discussion along the way. It's that time again. It's time for the Brothers in Tech suggestions, the bits as they're known. Every month we get together with our guests and ask each of the panelists to bring up one tech-related item, whether it be a gadget, application, something or another they want to share and brag about or educate people about. That's what we're here to do today. It's the Brothers in Tech Suggestions episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Brothers in Tech. I'm Alan Jackson. Brian Jackson here with me, as always. Uh, Brian, my real-life brother and my brother in tech. We always enjoy our times getting together to talk about tech. And how are you doing, Brian? I'm good. Good, Alan. I, you know that I'm good because I'm so pumped about the bits. This is what I, you I mean, I, I, I deal with you the rest of the month, honestly, and I look for this. <laughs> <Tolerate me. laughs> yeah, this is what I look Just for. Just to get right? to this episode. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I have to say, this yeah. is the one time of the month, which is nice that you actually usually educate me with something, you know, the rest of the time I'm kind of oh. the one educating you and you know, it's right. nice for you to bring something to the table uh, for okay. one of these episodes. So, All right. Well, I, I'm here to please and here to help you spend some of your hard-earned money, Brian, on a, on yes. a tech product I'm going to recommend. So, again, the, the, the Brothers in Tech Suggestions, the bits, as Brian coined it uh, over a year and a half ago, which I still think You're was welcome. a stroke of genius. You are welcome. You that. Um, that is when Brian and I and our guest each bring to the table a – uh, it could be an app, could be a, a gadget, could be a, a piece of hardware, could be uh, even a book on technology. Anything at all that we want to give as a suggestion, we think people would be find some interest in on the show. And as uh, we have had for the last three weeks, we've been blessed with a guest. And luckily, we were able to book him for one more week. We got him for the four-week stint. We are just so excited that we could commit all four weeks with you. Mike Garachi, uh, Mike Professor of Media Arts at Pacific University. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. Glad to be back, earning the overtime pay. I love it. Good to see you guys. That's yes. true. Yeah. You do get a bonus for your fourth episode in a row. I don't know if we mentioned that in the contract we signed with you, but uh, yeah. four in a row does put you to a higher tier love of it. compensation love it. for being yeah. on the show. Thanks. Yeah. I think it was a t-shirt or something, right? Oh, you, yeah. you go from free uh, where we pay you nothing to free, <laughs> but you might also get a beer from from your from so your. Host. I'm at that level. I'm at I'm at the beer yeah, level, and, and you're good. good it's a beer fine. level. You're Super great. happy. Glad to be here. <laughs> All right. So we're ready to talk some bits. So what we're going to do is go around. Each of us is going to share our brothers and tech suggestion. Any volunteers who'd like to go first? I don't have a preference. Anyone? Uh, I'll go first. I'm going to go first. Take okay, it. Alan. Take it out. Okay. I'll go first. Yeah. Let's. Let's start, let's start low and then we'll work our way up. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. I kind of set myself up for that, I believe. So um, I have multiple computers. Okay. I have my main workhorse computer that I use for all of my daily uh, home and work life. I have a computer in my house that is a media server that I use. Uh, I have a lot of videos stored on and I use to play on demand whenever uh, I want to pull up something to watch. 
And then there's also a Windows PC in our house um, upstairs that we use, my kids use, uh, for like a, a little gaming server they built and they they use with some friends. So um, I have these three computers. They're all in three different locations in my house. Okay. Uh, they're both the other two in locations. I don't really want to spend a lot of time going back and forth up and down stairs. One of them's down in the basement cellar. I keep down there that the media server. So my challenge was how can I access those computers, control them, uh, without having to go sit in front of them. And, you know, there's a technology out there, VNC, which allows you to kind of remote desktop. You maybe windows is always kind of referred to, I think as RDC kind of remote desktop. Uh, and, and Mike, you might have more knowledge of kind of the terminology, but basically the idea, it's how you can remote control another computer from a computer. So the idea being that I can actually remote control the computer upstairs without having to go upstairs, work on it, just like I'm sitting in front of my own computer, or I can do that with the media server down in my basement. There's a lot of software out there that does that, 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 those, uh, that type of service and if you are completely on a platform like a Mac, there's actually ways you can turn on within the built-in Mac system to do kind of a uh, remote desktop and allowing other Macs to, if you give them access to control your, your Mac as well. However, I'm in cross-platform. I've got Mac, I've got Windows, and I've got an iPad and an iPhone that I would really love the idea of being able to control any of those computers from my mobile device as well. Let's say I'm on the road uh, traveling and my kids tell me that the media server went down and they can't access uh, something they were watching. And, you know, I can either talk them through on the phone, how to go down to the cellar and try to fiddle with it, or I can actually try to pull it up on my iPad and control it remotely. So what I'm getting to is my, my brothers and tech suggestions, an app called jump desktop. It is a uh, part of the set app subscription. So I believe so Brian, uh, you know, that's something that we, we are big fans of the SetApp uh, subscription service for apps, but you can buy it separately as well. It is a $30 piece of software on the Mac, but it is compatible with RDP and VNC technologies. So any client that's running those you can interact with. You simply install a free client called uh, Jump Desktop Connect on any of the devices that you're wanting to be able to access. And it can be a Mac computer, it can be a Windows computer, um, I think yeah, I can actually control my iPad as well or my phone remotely if I if I wanted to also. But you can do it across platform and it at the simplest form, it's simply I can go to a menu, I can see all the computers I have on my my account that I have added this free utility on, and I can go and say, I want to go hop into my media server, click a button. Now I've got the desktop pulled up, I can interact with it just like I'm on my own computer. Uh, disconnect when I'm done, go control another computer if I need to. And I can do all of that from one, one desktop. That in itself, again, there's a lot of other software that does the same thing, uh, that same type of remote desktop control. What I love about J Jump Desktop is there's actually a way that you can do collaborative screen sharing where I can actually send a link from a computer, say, look, I want to share my screen with multiple people at the same time hmm. outward. And I want them all to be able to interact and share and, and interact with my screen. And what's really cool, it's a, it's a really funky experience. You, everybody that can remote desktop into your desktop, you see their cursors are different colors on your screen. So you've got different <laughs> cursors and they're all interacting with your screen 
uh, and or you're showing your screen and they're able to see it, interact with it as well. So it becomes a collaborative thing, which is I thought kind of a cool tool to add into this whole remote desktop type of uh, type of approach. So maybe I'm recommending it because it's part of the set app and I'm already paying $10 a month for this subscription service and I really want to use all the apps on it I can. But I've really just grown to really enjoy using Jump Desktop as a simple way to control my computers from different devices. And uh, it's also nice. I've, I've left my laptop at work sometimes and didn't think I needed it at home. And here I am at home and something comes up I need to deal with a work issue. I pull up my iPad and I can navigate my Mac desktop at the office from here and it's just like sitting in front of it and uh anyway i love that technology i love the idea i love any app that makes it pretty easy and fun and simple to do it and i do think jump desktop is doing that for me so that's my brothers in tech suggestion 30 bucks on the mac app store i don't know how much it is on the windows client side um probably about the same um cross-platform uh it's just a great collaborative tool so uh that's it. Very cool. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Cool, well, Alan. You, you, yeah. You, you didn't, you didn't pull a stinker this time. That was that's pretty cool. This yeah. time, okay. Yeah, good to this know. time. That's this great. time. Yeah. I'll make a note of that, Brian. This, this, <laughs> this, this, this suggestion has pleased you. So I will keep that in note well, for next please, time. Please is a pretty high bar, right? But you, you did not disappoint me this time. So <laughs> good to know. Okay, thank you yep. for that, yeah. my brother yeah. Brian. Um. How about uh, we want to Brian? You want to go next? Yeah, we'll let yeah, Mike wanna, uh, bring up the last one. Yeah, because I know Mike's going to come come hard. So let me let me jump in here. Um, uh, so, all right. So I had two. I had two. Um, I had two bits in mind this time, uh, and I was kept debating going back and forth uh, as to which one I was going to do. Um, and then I realized that one of them uh, I must have liked so much that I look back and actually realize I've already used it as a bit previously, and I had forgotten that I had done that. Um, but then I thought, you know what? Who cares? I'm going to do it again because uh, because I have an update on it. So so I'm going to give, and, and this one's probably going to disappoint Mike a little bit from those who listened to the last episode knows he's not into the, the Amazon Echo uh, environment, doesn't want people listening in. Um, but I'm actually going to choose once again, and I think I did this about a year ago, uh, the Amazon echo show. Okay. Which is the, the echo that has a screen on it. Okay. And, and, and I'll tell you when I, when I picked this last time, I think I had just gotten it. I think it was a kind of an impulse buy. Amazon does these deals all the time. It says, Hey, you know, we'll offer this for really, really low price, which is basically how I got all my dots. They're all probably less than you know, $10 when I first got them or even free. Um, but the Amazon Echo Show, okay, is a, you, there's different sizes to it. I think I have maybe the eight inch screen. So it looks like a little tablet, you know, that's on, kind of has a base to it, kind of has a little deeper back to it so that it's uh, almost like a little TV. Uh, but let me tell you, let me tell you why this has become one of our favorite pieces of technology in the house. Uh, so my wife and I cook a lot right? We spend a lot of time in the kitchen. This to me is like the perfect kitchen assistant because, um, so the times I use it, right? We go in in the morning and we're fixing breakfast. Uh, I'll tell it, you know, uh, uh, Alexa, tell me the news, right? And so I've got it set up so it'll go and run through NPR news and just tell me, hey, here's what's happening here. But what's great about the show is that it actually has some video on it. 
So you look over at it and it'll, some of those interviews come up as video, right? So you can actually see what's happening or pictures as to, you know, what, uh, what it's, uh, what the news story is talking about. So that's kind of great. It's got a great speaker to it. So we actually listen to music in the, the kitchen uh, through it. And the music actually sounds really, really good, much better than what the dots do, right? Just because it's got bigger speaker and a bigger size to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other things that I did not realize that I would like about it um, is that the screen is always on, okay? Which, mm-hmm. you know, sounds great, right? Uh, it's like there's kind of no use for it when you're not in there. But it also recognizes once the once the light turns on in the room, it kind of goes from its darker mode to its brighter mode. And it's constantly cycling these um, uh, backgrounds or these images, right? Well, I thought, oh, sure, I'm going to put some screensavers on it. I've got my own pictures that'll cycle. That's great. I didn't even realize that it recognized from my, I think my Amazon account, my favorite sports teams. And so one of the things that cycles up is, hey, here's the next time the Trailblazers are playing, right? It just cycles up. There's an image that comes up and says, hey, Portland Trailblazers are playing tonight at seven. And the next thing is, here's the latest uh, news story about uh, the North Korea bombing. And the next one comes up, here's this. And if you want to hear more about it, say this, right? It kind of gives you at the bottom. It just cycles through the news, cycles through sports, cycles through um, the uh, weather. So it's got all these different things. So as you're walking through the kitchen and you just glance over, there's usually something of interest there that it's, uh, that it's showing. The last thing I'll mention is probably the thing that is most helpful for me is when you're cooking, having multiple timers and being able to see those timers. So you say, Alexa, set a rice timer for 10 minutes. And then you mm-hmm. say, Alexa, set a p- potato timer for 45 minutes. Set a meat timer for this. All three of those things are showing on the screen. So I can look over at any time and see, oh, I've got two minutes left on that, 12 minutes left on this. And of course, you can ask, how much time do you have left? Or you could do that with a dot, mm-hmm. right? But being able to see it is super, super helpful, right? Yeah. Uh, playing music, you see, uh, you see an album cover of what's playing. And you can swipe through and kind of say next, or you can swipe over and see the lyrics of what's playing. To me, there's lots of little cool things that I didn't realize would be helpful. I thought just the sound would be helpful. No, there's something about seeing some of that information that makes it incredibly useful. So so that's my, I'm going to say the uh, Amazon Echo Show. If you're someone who's in the Echo ecosystem already, having one of those devices at least in your kitchen, I think is incredibly helpful. There's so many cool uh, uses for it. So Now, b- before fine. you go out and buy one of those recommendations, please listen to our last episode <laughs> yes. uh, where we talk <laughs> right. about integrated uh, data being shared without your knowledge. And, yep. uh, you know, that's great, Brian. I like, how, but, I, like uh, how I casually mentioned it there that, right, well, they must have known my sports team because yeah. – I don't oh, actually remember. I don't sure. actually remember telling them. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure they knew. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, uh, they, I don't think they, they showed guessed. up. And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, this is so cool!" But then I didn't even think to myself, "Why did they know yeah, this?" They, they never asked a me. Bit of that. <laughs> it is yeah. a cool product. I mean, I, I'm with you it's on that. Cool. I, I do yeah. think. Uh, you know, I, I, I you know, have have started trying to cook. You know, meals and follow recipes in the last year or two, and. I have my iPad pulled up and that's where I view all the recipes. But man, if there was a really nicer, maybe more focused device that would show me that information and have yep. that available to play, yep. it could be really great. So, and a, and, a, no, and I, a device that's always there, right? That's the yeah, other thing, right? Yeah, right? I mean, I used to also bring my iPad in 
do it, but then I go, oh, where's my iPad, right? But being able to say, you know, um, you know, tell me, tell me a, a recipe of, you know, or how long do I boil eggs, right? You know, it's kind of nice to be able to have all that information there. Cooking wise, I think is really, really uh, a helpful way. Agreed. So, yes. Uh, so that's my that's my pick. All right. That's, my pick. that's the that's the Amazon Echo Show. All Amazon. right, Mike. Yep. Correct. Yep. Uh, Mike, you are uh, bringing up the the end oh, here. Okay. What do you got for us? Make it make it something good. Uh, well, shucks, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in doing my research for your episodes, I've listened to most of your podcasts, and it struck me uh, that recently you've been kind of dangling or dancing around the Apple Arcade. So I thought I'd just I'd mm. give you, I, I'd throw it out there as a as an older guy, not a gamer. Somebody that was, you know, that is happy to pay for Apple Music, happy to pay for Apple TV, happy to pay for Apple News. What the heck, right? I got free Apple Arcade. Do I care? Is is this just going to make me feel old and stupid? And so I'm here to talk to yes. your audience that yes, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will make you feel old and stupid. But that, um, you know, for those of you who who are just think, well, that's not for me. Let me give you a little background. So, um, I I used to I used to game uh, when my kids were teenagers. My kids are older now, you know, most fully grown, and you know that was a way to connect with your kids to play Halo, basically. And so I kind of got into that for a hot minute, you know, and, and it was just a way to hang out for uh, you know an hour a night. But then the kids, you know, sort of outgrew that and got into their own ecosystems and kind of left me hanging. And there was no way I'm just gonna keep playing Halo by myself you know, into my fifties. So, mm-hmm. so not, not a real strong gamer, but certainly somebody that appreciates the ability to kind of put life aside, you know, put your work aside and just have a little, you know, fun for your brain. Um, and so I thought, well, let me look at this Apple arcade. Cause I'd had a few apps on the iPhone, particularly in the iPad that I liked, but I didn't love, you know, like words mm-hmm. with friends and, and, um, Mm-hmm. Uh, solitaire. God, that feels so old. But you know, and how how awful to be like the old white guy playing solitaire in the doctor's office. Um, <laughs> sorry, but it still holds up. So it still holds up. Anyway, I'm telling you. So. I know. So I thought, well, maybe there's maybe there's something. I'm paying for this Apple One anyway. Let me just see what's going on at this arcade. So that's my pick. Is not the Apple Arcade itself, but for those of you that are okay. that are already paying for Apple Music, Apple TV, you might, and you know, maybe you're getting this free, or maybe you're. You're already paying for it, but you haven't got Apple One yet. There are a handful of games. And for me, what it takes is I don't want to get creamed by a bunch of 10-year-olds. I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to practice to get good at it. I want to play for yes. I want to play for 15 minutes and be done. I don't want to have to like work to level up and get some, you know, to I just want to play a simple game. So my pick or picks, because I have a couple. After trying, and again, the Apple Arcade is extremely curated. I, you know, there's maybe 50 games in there total. Yeah. And I've done maybe 12. And I'm, and, you know, I can tell right away if I'm going to like it or not. So, uh, in terms of the ones where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give that a chance, there's three that I would just want to pitch out there and I'll just give them a quick, a quick, right. you know, byline. So, the first one that caught my attention is The Pinball Wizard. And I grew up playing pinball because I'm old. Um, And I kind of love that idea that kind of like the physics that you're in control. Again, think about it. Simple game. You got two flappers. Mm -hmm. You keep the ball in play. That's the whole damn game. 
So I thought the one of the first games I downloaded was this Pinball Wizard, and I immediately fell in love with it because it's it is the the basic pinball physics. But the wizard is a little rotund character that is the ball. And you're batting him around a dungeon, you know, typical wizard, you know, dark stormy night dungeon stuff on a quest. And you're batting him around a dungeon. Uh, So it's simple. If you understand pinball, you understand this game. Um, And, you know, it's the kind of game that you ease into. It's, you know, it's easy at first, then it gets hard, then you get better, then it gets easier, and then it gets hard. And then you, and you know, um, I swear to God, I, I played every level on the game in about a month. And that's like literally less than 15 minutes a day. And that to me is perfect, right? So again, no, you don't great. you don't pay for the games on Apple One. There's no ads. There's no in-game sales. It's just you and the game. And if I could beat a whole game in a month at my age <laughs> and my dexterity... <laughs> It's brilliant because, uh, yeah, it just it's like ultimately – and again, if you love pinball and you love that kind of style of gaming, it's pretty simple and it's cute and fun. Done, right? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm watching the little the little looping trailer of it right now. And yeah, that does look like it's, very it's entertaining. I could totally see And if you, want my, if you want my hot secrets is there are these – you know, you, you basically collect – as you're bouncing around the dungeon, you're collecting uh, treasure – and you get enough treasure, you buy things that basically make the game easier. Um, so, you know, you buy things that, you know, when you typically lose the ball in a pinball game, it's it's game over. But you can buy enough treasures to make it so that when you lose the, the wizard in the game, eh, he comes back and he's barely damaged, right? So it is kind of about collecting enough treasure to keep, keep yourself safe and to keep the game going on. But I found that incredibly easy. And I thought the power-ups were, were really creative and fun. No, it's it's a fun. It looks like a really fun game. It's kind of like almost like South Park aesthetic. It's like corny and fun, mm-hmm. and but anyway, and you know, even that that idea of like you finally do get to the boss, and you think, oh, I'm never going to beat this. Eh, you know, it took a took me ten tries, but it's all right. You know, it's pinball. It's like you hit this guy against the bad guy enough, you win. So anyway, oh, that's fun. So Mike, you had me at ego boost, right? The <laughs> fact that it could boost my ego. Yes, you had you me. Don't, Thank you, you don't feel too, yeah, you don't feel too old and slow. If you can flap, you know, touch your iPod fast enough to flap this guy around. The second game I came oh, to good. more recently is called Lumen. And uh, okay. Alan, you would love this because it uses a very sort of uh, cinematic metaphor. And Lumen is your basic puzzle game where you are, uh, you're in this woman's attic and she was this uh, quirky inventor and you want to uncover her story by using this device that she created, which essentially is a pattern, uh, a way, what is it? It's a system of reflecting light into a lens and creating an image. And by creating that image at every level, you are creating a frame in a movie of her life. So, and oh, it's wow. beautiful. Wow, this sounds deep. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's, but it's, you know, it's a simple puzzle game where you, you, you tap a reflector to rotate it and you just basically have to bounce a light source around the screen till it gets to the lens. And yes, it is more complicated because they introduce two-way mirrors and they introduce like secret passages as the light goes in and comes out somewhere else. But I found like, Again, that idea of being able to play it 15 minutes a day and, you know, going up three or four Mm -hmm. levels a day Mm -hmm. was perfect. And then I got to, a little ashamed to admit this, but I played it to the point where I got to the last level and it was all like, well done. Like, we didn't think anybody was ever going to get here, but... But like, oh my God, you're still with us. Okay, yeah. You played 160 (laughs) levels? Are you crazy? But... um. But you know it's 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 fun and 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 there's a uh, 
my wife was playing it too. And I'm like, and she got stuck or at some point she's like, ah, I gave up on it. I'm like, well, did you know there's a hint button? And so sure enough, there's a little light bulb icon. And if you tap it, it, it shows you where you're wrong. So it's not like this thing where you're going to get, uh, where you're going to get stuck and you're never going to solve it. I mean, yeah, there's a certain pride in like solving it without using a hint, but there's no points. There's no life. So you just play it till you solve it. And um, if you need a hint, I'm not about, I'm not about losing pride. You, I'd rather if, just win if you it. Need so a hint, it you, get, yeah, <laughs> you need a hint, get a hint, you get enough hints, you, you know, you're going to solve it. So it's beautiful. The sound is good. It's got a cute little story. Um, nice graphics, easy to play again, 15 minutes a day. Perfect. Awesome. Mike, I've already mm-hmm. downloaded now both of these games. So I'm just <laughs> anxious to hear what All right, the third, so the third one is. So the third one is Spring, yeah. S-P-I-N-G, but I think the I in the in the arcade is an exclamation point. I've just gotten that one, I don't know, a week ago, and I'm not that far into it, but it's like these other two. Simple levels, uh, literally the interface is tap, no tap, right? Tap, no tap. And it's basic physics. You're a, a little pod, a little character. You're not human. And it's basically physics in that you're in a universe where you're just constantly falling and you've got to get from the entry point to the exit point. And there's, you know, some innumerable number of levels. I don't know. I'm only like maybe 30 levels in, but you're falling. And the whole key to the game is, is as you get close to these little um, pulleys, I call them pulleys. They're probably called, they probably have an official name, but as you get close to them, they light up. And that means if you tap your phone screen or your iPad screen, that little pulley is going to reach out and grab you and swing you like Tarzan on a vine. Mm. And then you let go of your tap and it releases you. And now you have those physics where you're now being tossed into the air and you've got to catch the next pulley until you get to the exit. And I found it incredibly easy to master. It's tap untap. Um, yes, there have been levels that, that, you know, m- made me angry, but nothing that I haven't solved yet. And um, like I said, there's no lives, there's no level ups, you just play to have fun. And again, those three games have made the arcade worth it for me. I mean, that's really all you need is that there's just a couple of games that you find yourself playing a little bit of time per month. I mean, like you said, the Apple one subscriptions already paid for itself with all the services. If you use a fair number of them, this is just now bonus. And I mean, yeah, it gives you some great entertainment a few minutes a day or whatever you use it for. So that's great. That's I really mean, good. I've so I listed all say, three of those because I'm I'm on board. I think that sounds good, Mike. But but the fact that you just said at the end that this was really incredibly easy to master is like that either puts a challenge on my plate or it tells me there's no way I'm going to play that because I don't want to tell you that I couldn't master it. So <laughs> I really wish you would have been like, oh my god, well, this was like really hard, and then I would have had the ego challenge to try to do it. Brian, uh, I, I've but, I've seen your level of dexterity, and I believe that you study uh, motor behavior or something like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you know how to tap. I'm sorry, phone was, screen. You know, was there dart? Was there darts involved in this? Because I, I could do yeah, that. I'm I could do sure that. You can tap yeah. a phone screen in time, but all right. Let me know how it goes. Okay, we'll Let me see. know how it goes. We'll see. Challenge. Well, that is great. Challenge. That's our that's our three brothers in tech suggestions here, and uh, it's awesome. So all three of them. It was a nice variety too, which I liked. I like it when we kind of all have some different things we're bringing to the table there. Jump Desktop I mentioned as a great kind of remote desktop client that's cross platform and can work on your mobile devices. Uh, Brian discussed the Amazon Echo Show as a great way to have a visual interface to an actual Echo. And great for and cooking, for, the great for checking the news, mm-hmm. exactly. And then Mike brought up some great, uh, great uh, games that you can find on the Apple Arcade, 
which is true. You are right, Mike. We we didn't spend a lot of time on the Apple Arcade when talking about other Apple subscriptions, but it is something I think is a. I love the curation they do on the on the arcade, and I think they put in some really good quality games in there. I love the fact that they're the full versions and that you can play them on multiple devices. It's just it's a good service, um, and I'm glad to see they're building in more variety of games as they go along as well. So uh, Mike mentioned three in particular that he wanted to recommend from the Apple Arcade. And that is our Brothers in Tech suggestions for this month. We have just Ooh. enlightened people. I, I enjoy yeah. enlightening people. This is great. Go forth and do good. Well, Mike, you <laughs> have right. done you have done uh, just outstanding work with us on these last four Bravo. episodes. But we, we are going to cut you a break for a little while. Okay. And if it's okay, we'd like to call you back in again and have you come and join us again as a guest in the future. All right. We'll talk to my booker. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Brian, we'll Alan, I, I think we, I, Alan, I think we can say Mike did a lot better than we thought he would. I mean, we <laughs> yeah, had we had a yeah. really low bar set. Oh, honestly, glad. Yeah. 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 But man, he yeah. he he. So you know, definitely get over that low bar. We've already recorded a whole another backup set of episodes <laughs> yeah. in case these just didn't really pan out. So. Well, I can now freely admit that I've studied about a thousand hours to sound uh, this smart. So uh, <laughs> no, good, good, good. Yeah, I'm glad it well, worked. Hey, you it was great. <laughs> no, Mike, really, we appreciate you, you right. joining us for Good these uh, these Good episodes. Stuff. This was great. Thanks for having me. And uh, it's been great information. And again, I do encourage you to go back and listen to the last uh, three episodes because we covered some really great topics. If you didn't, uh, if you if you missed those, or you're just now joining this one as the first one, but we will be back uh, next time with some new topics and new episodes, and uh, we'll look forward to sharing some thoughts and hopefully. Uh, help you guys out with your home and family tech. And as we've always said, this is we feel like this is a show for those that find themselves in that go-to IT person role in your family. And maybe you're just looking for some uh, good support, some good uh, other reinforcement, some other education that you can bring and uh, make the Join home the and family tech work for you. Join, Join the, brotherhood, the brotherhood. That's right. Or sisterhood. You know, or sisterhood. we're yep. fine. Yep. We're open. Mm-hmm. Anything goes. All right, guys. Well, Brian, if anybody had any suggestions of their own, they want to give us or maybe things to consider for future brothers and tech suggestions. How can they reach out to us? Yeah. Drop us a, drop us an email at info at TV, and let us know if you've got a suggestion you'd like to encourage us to try uh, and we can kind of pull it up as one of our bits or maybe even as a guest bit. Um, or if you have other topics you'd like us to explore in the future, please let us know. So that's info at the mesh.tv. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Mike. We'll see you guys all soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks guys. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.